0: Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley. You are listening to The Shepherd Cast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you are able, and you live in the northeast Ohio area, we would like to invite you to come join us for worship on Sundays at 9:30 a.m. You can learn more about the worship experience at Shepherd Valley by visiting sotvchurch.com/ worship. This week on the Shepherd Cast, we will be bringing you our weekly Bible readings from Sunday morning. Our sermon is delivered by the Reverend Scott J. Anderson and a special performance by our church choir, which is under the direction of Susan Kashak. If you would like to know what the choir is performing this week, or you would like to see what our readings are, you can check out the show notes for this episode. Also, if you are following along in your Bible and our readings don't exactly match up with what your Bible says, we use the NRSV translation of the Bible. Now, without further ado, here's this week's ShepherdCast.
1: lesson today comes from Isaiah uh, 55, verse one through nine. "Ho, everyone who thirst, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that you do not know, you shall, you shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him which is near, while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their way, and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them return to the Lord, that he he may have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts thoughts than your thoughts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God. Man, those words are getting small. (laughs) We'll read, Paul, Psalm 63 responsibly. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water therefore I have gazed upon you in your holy
2: place that I might behold your power and your
1: glory for your steadfast love is better than life itself my lips shall give you praise so will I bless you as long as I live and lift up my hands in your name my spirit is content as with the richest of foods and my mouth praises you with joyful lips
2: when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the
1: night watches. For you have been my helper and under the shadow of your wings I will rejoice.
2: My whole being clings to you.
1: Your right hand holds me fast. The second reading comes from 1 Corinthians 10, verse one through 13. I do not want you to be unaware brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, and they were struck down in the wilderness. Now, these things occurred as examples for us. So that we might, might not desire evil as they did. Do not become idolaters as some of them did, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink, and they rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did. And 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents. And do not complain as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. These things happened to them to serve as an example and they were written down to instruct us on whom the ends of the ages have come. So if you think you are standing, watch out that you do not fall. No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength, but with the testing he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel
2: according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Lord. At that very time, there were some present who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus asked them, do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were worse sinners than all other Galileans. No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Are those 18 who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish just as they did. Then he told them this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year, until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good, but if not, you may cut it down. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you, we praise you, we give you thanks. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon us. Help us that we may repent during this season of Lent, to turn away from our sins, to turn towards you in love. Help us and fill us with your grace that we may be means of grace in our daily lives. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. When Charlotte and I uh, lived near San Antonio, for four out of the five years there, uh, we lived in what was exceptional drought, which is the highest level of drought, and uh, there was one year in particular that was really uh, difficult because of 59 days where the temperature was in triple digits. And now, you will hear some people say uh, that, oh, it's a dry heat. (laughs) My wife had a word for that, and that was bull donkey. Uh, it's hot, you're miserable, uh, let me tell you, and it was this relenting, un, uh, relentless sun that just kept coming down, and it just would bake the brown earth, there was no vegetation, there was no uh, grass, there was nothing, and there wasn't even a wisp of a cloud in the blue sky uh, to provide any kind of relief, let alone hope for water. The psalmist begins with words that pretty much uh, summarizes uh, our experience uh, in Jurgenton and Pleasanton. My soul Thirsts for you, O Lord, as in a dry and weary land without water. Have you ever felt that spiritual longing, that weariness, just like the weariness in South Texas? There is ways in which we can find water and find relief in this spiritual, waterless wasteland. And our readings today help point us in that direction. And that one word helps us, especially in the season of Lent. And that word is repent. Now, uh, speaking of Texas, uh, repentance is basically the Texas two-step. Uh, the first step uh, that you've got to know is that you've got to turn away from your sin. Now, I think that uh, in our society today, we kind of gloss over that word. We don't take it that seriously. Uh, and I think that we lose sense of the fact that sin is very offensive to God. Every time we sinned, we offend God. And there is this sense, for example, when Jesus was on the cross. St. Paul wrote uh, that Jesus became our sin on the cross. And when Jesus became our sin is the moment when creation turns its back on him And the sky darkens. It is in the midst of becoming our sin that becomes so offensive that the Father doesn't even recognize the Son. And Jesus feels that God forsakenness on the cross and begins to pray Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Sin is offensive. And that's why that's part of the Texas Two-Step in repentance. We have to turn away from sin. Now, the second step is uh, like it, so that if we take one step away, then we take another step, towards God, Uh, and that's the second step. And the psalmist, again, provides ways and means for us to do that. The psalmist talks about longing to be in worship uh, with God. So worship is uh, part and parcel, one of the things that helps us relieve that spiritual thirsting. Another is evening prayers. Another um, talks about joyfully remembering the blessings that God has done in the midst of being weighed down uh, and weary uh, without water. And so this uh, sense then of, uh, of God being with us is a visual and wonderful reminder for us in the midst of suffering. The prophet Isaiah 2nd Isaiah, to be exact, in the second section of uh, the book of Isaiah, provides really wonderful good news and a radical grace. Think about this uh, as we heard those opening words from Isaiah. Ho, everyone who is thirsty. Come to the waters, yeah, and the prophet goes on talking about without paying. Uh, if you have no money, that's okay. Come without price. Eat, uh, drink, you know, and in, indulge and enjoy. Now, Jesus, I think, understood uh, this radical invitation of grace of God, uh, especially as recorded in the Gospel of John. Uh, If you recall uh, Jesus in uh, the sixth chapter of John, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall not thirst. This is, again, kind of... uh, basing this on the foundation of what he had taught the woman at the well in the fourth chapter of John, of enjoying those living waters. And if people drank from those living waters, they would never thirst. And so Jesus embraces this radical invitation of God. Now, look at it uh, from this standpoint. Everyone. Everyone. Who thirsts there are no limitations placed uh, there are no exceptions everyone who thirsts come to the waters part of our repentance I think especially in uh, 21st century America is sometimes we place restrictions limitations on who can receive and who can't receive, especially when it comes to charity. Here, there is no restriction. Everyone who thirsts come to the waters. There is uh, this radical grace God that is based upon love. Now if this invitation makes us squirm a little bit or or we just don't comprehend this invitation that God is offering everyone, God also provides a way of looking at it uh, from another standpoint. My thoughts are not your thoughts, says the Lord. My ways are not your ways, says God. So part of our repentance as we turn away from sin and turn towards God is to pray that our eyes, our ears, our hearts are opened so that our thoughts are more aligned to what God is doing in the world. That our hearts and our minds, our thoughts are in alignment with God. And that is part of changing uh, according to repentance, is to change not just any old way, but to God's way. And that is what we pray for, believe it or not, when we talk about, and pray the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come. Luther says, let your kingdom come to us. Luther understood uh, the radical nature of the prayer that we pray in alignment with Scripture. It is seeing that God's kingdom enters into our hearts so that God's thoughts are our thoughts and God's ways become our ways. It is praying thy will be done as much as I would like it for, to be my will. We accept what God is doing. And so that not only that this invitation uh, that is of radical grace that we see in the prophet Isaiah is not only extended to everyone, but also extended to us. And by our repentance, we say yes to this radical grace of God. This is what happens when we repent. And there is this urgency for us to do so. We hear that in the Gospel today, where Jesus talks about repentance And uh, don't worry about others and your interpretation of what is happening. Rather, be more uh, urgent in repenting for what each of us has done. And that includes me. We hear That there's one more year for that fig tree in Jesus' parable. So there is a limited time. And again, that is also uh, part and parcel of the Isaiah text Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. We have this opportunity to repent, to change our ways, our thoughts. God's. During this season of Lent, let us then embrace the grace that God is offering us today, that we too uh, are willing to repent, to turn away from our sins, and to turn towards God and his gracious invitation. And through our repentance, let us say yes to open hearts and minds, ears and eyes, and everything about our whole being, so that we too may embrace the grace that God offers each and every one of us today. And to this all of God's children said,
0: amen. Amen. You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the ShepherdCast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. We are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program, where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SOTVSandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.